The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Data-Driven Marketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the mindset, tools, and best practices behind using your data to guide you to marketing success. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that walks you through how to think about, organize, and utilize data platforms for better decision making. With us today is Tom Trainer, who is the Global Head of Marketing at Arm Treasure Data. Treasure Data, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast, is the global leader in customer data platforms, CDPs, and enterprise data management providing the ability to aggregate and translate massive volumes of scattered and siloed data into outstanding customer experiences. So far this week, Tom and I have discussed the data-driven marketer's mindset, some of the best practices for collecting your data. And today for the third installment of Data-Driven Marketing Week, Tom and I are going to discuss how to unify your data for activation. Okay, here's the third part of my conversation with Tom Trainer from Treasure Data. Tom, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Glad to be here. Happy hump day. We're halfway through the week. So far, we've talked about the idea behind data-driven marketing, what makes a good marketer and how they're using data at every step of the funnel. Yesterday, we talked about when, why, and how marketers can start collecting their data, putting it into one source. We danced a little bit around what a CDP is and why they're important. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about making sure that your data is usable Talk to me about unifying your data for activation. When you get all of your data in one place, how are you actually putting it together so it has utility? Yeah, that sounds great. And let me just explain a little bit of background on a CDP versus just throwing all your customer data in any database. So there's a few things that make a CDP different from just the -the run-of-the-mill database. And one of those, and this is kind of helping with this idea of unification for activation, is you need to get the data ingested into a CDP. So a CDP, like the one that we provide, has pre-built connectors to a lot of the common tools. So we have over 150 different connectors that are kind of out of the box and easy to implement. So that gets the data in quickly. The other thing, and we'll talk about, so activation means that you actually take the data out of there and you do something. So it works two ways. You have the inputs as well as the outputs. Similarly, we have pre-built connectors to go and activate that into a marketing automation tool or a CRM tool or a social advertising tool, et cetera. So that's kind of the inputs and the outputs. Within the CDP itself, 
in order to make that data meaningful, one is you need to cleanse it. So that's a process that'll happen after you get the data, ingest the data. Next, you have to unify. That was actually your main question. So how do you unify this data? And there's a couple main ways that the CDP uses. One is called deterministic and one is called probabilistic. So let's break that down. Let's start with deterministic. What does deterministic mean? So deterministic means that two pieces of data that show a customer record, we can determine with, I don't know the exact percentage, if it's 100 or 99.9 or what, that these are the same people. So in other words, there's one piece of data that says the phone number is the same and the email is the same. Therefore, there may be other things that look a little off, but we've determined that that's the same person. That's what deterministic is. This sounds a little bit like in the CRM that I have, when I have multiple records in the same email address, I'm just merging these two records together. Right. And I find the CRM data, there's some structured, but there's a lot of unstructured in there as well. But yes, it's basically merging a couple of records with a deterministic approach, which means that we're almost guaranteed that that's the same person. Okay. So deterministic is we're matching similar or we're matching identical records to create one profile across multiple channels. So there's probabilistic as well. Tell me a little bit about what probabilistic means. So probabilistic is where you see a lot of indicators that show it's probably the right person, but nothing is deterministic about it. So nothing is matching exactly, but you have a lot of clues. And that can be kind of dialed up or down, depending on how important it is that you get the right match. So probabilistic is they're in the right city. The name is Thomas versus Tom. But none of the other data is really line up, but there's a few other points that show that it's very likely to be the same person. But you can't say with 100% certainty that it is. In that case, you might make a decision that with a certain threshold, these records will be merged. So that's probabilistic. I think about deterministic data being like, there's a match in this person's email address from our CRM and from the email that they entered into a form on our website. So we're going to go ahead and assume that these records are the same. And I think of probabilistic being something like this person uses this IP address. And we're pretty sure that a person that uses that IP address in combination with these other two IP address gives us a location signal. It's probably Ben at his home, his office, and the gym. Right. Am I thinking about it the right way? Yeah. Okay. So I understand that there's two different types of data sources when you're unifying them. Sometimes you have certainty that it's the same person. Sometimes you have a good idea that it's the same person. How do you actually make the most out of that data? So the whole point about this exercise is to get the data unified. And we found some companies, for example, have you know 80 million records. And by unifying, they'll be able to reduce it to, let's say, 60 million. And that actually cuts their marketing expenses greatly. It actually allows them not to hit the same person twice with you know, the same messages. So it, it really is an efficiency play. And then also, basically, they can use that data now because they will have brought in those records from a lot of different systems to do more innovative campaigns of, oh, yes, this person's been taking customer support a lot with some problems. Let's not market to them on that same product or, you know send them a survey asking if they could give us a review. So you can start to use that data in innovative ways once you have that unification and you've greatly cut down a lot of your marketing expenses because you're not marketing to duplicates in all these different systems. 
Okay, so you unify your data, you're deduping, you're getting all the bad records or all the stuff that's just in there multiple times out. Now you're super efficient and you're done, right? You don't have to do this again? Or what's the process for continuing to unify your data and making sure your data set is actually clean? Right. As part of that data cleansing and unification, we can set rules whereby the data is pulled in and cleansed, but also the data can be unified based on rules that we've discovered that are based on the nuances of your own data. So your different data sources may have different aspects that we learn about as we work with you to do that unification. Then we can codify how that unification happens. So it sounds like you're starting to use some machine learning once you're building in data and you're figuring out what the, as you said, the rules are. It's not a process that you're constantly doing your system and the mechanics of your CDP actually get smarter over time. Right. Okay. So once you have your data unified, right, you, you've cleaned your database, we get into this idea of, well, now how do you start to activate it? This obviously, there's millions of different ways that you can use a CDP. Talk to me about some of the best practices for actually having the outputs be valuable now that you've cleaned up the inputs. So once you have your data unified, you have a lot of different ways that you can make that data valuable for you and to work for you. One is campaign effectiveness. So to generate new prospects and new leads, you can basically use that data for doing lookalike campaigns in programmatic marketing or social advertising. You can do email campaigns. You can do things like more personalization on your website, more personalized email campaigns and marketing campaigns. You also can grow your product engagement. So you can understand things about how the customers are using your actual products and you can send them messages either in product via email or through applications to basically say, oh, are you having trouble using this product? Here's a pop-up to explain how to use it. Or looks like you've run out of space. Would you like to upsell? So that's in the product. You can improve the customer service because the support team and customer success teams will have access to data about how they're using the product, what their ownership is of product, et cetera. And then you can also work on loyalty campaigns. So there's a whole lot of ways that you can use the customer data once it's unified. I think what sticks out to me is what you said at the beginning of the podcast. If you're putting garbage in, you get garbage out, right? And the process of unification, make sure that the inputs that you're getting are actually going to be clean. So what is actually coming out the other end is a rich and valuable experience. At the end of the day, when you're getting unorganized, unclean data from multiple different sources, you need to go through a process of aggregating it, of cleansing it, and making sure that you're not reaching the same person multiple times before you start your marketing campaigns. And to me, that's really the value of a CDP. Yeah, I can give you an example. So personalization is something that is valued by customers and many or most companies want to personalize their messaging more, whether they're an existing customer or someone who's looking at their product. And if you don't have your data all aggregated in one place, you can only personalize it at a very surface level because you won't really understand everything about them. So once you have your data unified in one place, then you can actually personalize at a much deeper level. So I think that's the major difference between kind of pre-CDP personalization and post-CDP personalization. A lot of data coming our way, a lot of inputs, and there's lots of various options for how you can use that data once you have it cleansed. We're going to talk about some of the ways to make your data actionable without getting overwhelmed in our next episode. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. 
Thanks to Tom Trainer for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Tom and Treasure Data's tips to becoming a better data-driven marketer, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about making your data actionable without being overwhelmed. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Tom, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is rtmixmarketing. That's R-T-M-I-X-M-K-T-G. Or you could visit his company's website, which is treasuredata.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.